Support for Two Beards, Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing hello at cedarburgassociates.com. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to our show, Two Beards, Please. We are two Wisconsin guys with houses full of women. Which sounded a lot better when we were in our 20s. We're both married with two daughters each, and we will be getting together monthly to talk about life, tell stories, and try to make each other laugh. And hopefully, you too. Hello and welcome to episode three of Two Beards, Please. This month we're talking about road trips. Road trips. Trips we've taken on the road. (laughs) Trips we've taken. Trips that we want to go on. I actually approach this from two different ways. I've got a few stories about trips that I've done, and I've got one story about a dream trip that I want to take. All right. All right. Why don't you start us off? What's your first road trip story? Well, I have, much like the last time we uh, talked, I have some stories about road trips that I wasn't necessarily along on. My family has been uh, kind of a road trip family since before my inception. So there's a couple of really quick my mom and dad road trip stories that I think are funny. My dad has been a kind of a road trip freak for a long time, so he'll call me at least once a month still today and ask when we're going on a road trip or planning (laughs) a road trip or whatever. So uh, my mom has a couple of stories, real quick stories about when they would go on road trips. My dad had an MG Midget, a real small little British sports car. Yep. My mom can remember being on a road trip with him they were driving in the middle of nowhere, right? And then the the entire electrical system would go out. So the, no headlights or nothing. And so they'd be on driving down the road at a fairly high rate of speed, and then the headlights would go out. And so they diagnosed it to some wire under the dashboard, so my mom would have to do the entire rest of the trip with her head and hands under the dashboard, holding a wire together, and her feet, like, uh, uh-huh. hanging out over the seat, <laughs> right? I'm sure Going that down looked, the road, yeah. I'm sure that looked real right. appropriate to yeah. passers by going down the road at still a high rate of speed of course with my mom's feet just hanging over the back of the seat so i've heard those mgs they had a lot of problems sure they're notorious my my, my neighbor when i was a kid i think i was probably seven eight years old the the neighbor guy across the street he had one of those Mm -hmm. i remember it was a forest green color oh yeah yeah, my dad loved those cars, so he would he had a, a rash of small British sports cars. He used to race them, too, so that was kind of his thing. Are you a Top Gear fan, British sure. Top Gear? Yeah. Okay. Have you watched the new version of it, the yeah, new the, incarnation, the Grand, the Grand Tour? Tour? Yeah. yeah. Those guys are hilarious, yeah. and they really dig on the British sports cars because sure. I don't think there's been a <laughs> right. model that's been made by any manufacturer by the British that hasn't had hasn't problems. Hasn't had problems? Yeah. Right. Sure. We're going to get a bunch of comments now about oh, I'm sure, but great British sports cars. Guess what? We beat them in the war. That's right. That's right. That's right. We wait a minute. We beat Britain in the war. Yeah, the original war, baby. The original war. The revolution. I was thinking about. Yeah, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) the other story of course involves my dad this has happened multiple times and so i've actually sort of experienced some of this whenever we're on road trips with my dad it seems like we never remember to eat that surprises me yeah i know right because you would think going off of our first episode that really you would think i would remember to eat all shocks me a little bit so we would just drive and drive and drive and drive and drive and then we'd be like midnight and we'd pull over for gas and we'd all kind of look at each other and be like did we 
Did we eat today? No, we didn't eat today. We'd hit a drive-thru, usually in McDonald's. That doesn't work in my family. No? We get hangry at each other. Yeah, we probably did too, but too stupid to realize what it was. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, my dad always ordered Big Macs. I mean, obviously everybody sandwich knows what a Big choice. Mac is, That's right? A great, but it's great not sandwich. a good road sandwich. No, it's not easy to eat in the car. Right, and he used he would always drive. The story with my mom is that they were on a road trip somewhere, and he goes through McDonald's parking lot and orders a Big Mac, and of course he takes one bite, and like half of it falls all over his shirt, right? <laughs> Which, you know, the first time it happens, okay. My dad has a temper. I'm laughing because right. I've been there. Right. I've, right. Right. Everybody knows well, I've been there. when you yeah. try to eat a right. sandwich like a Big Mac yeah. in the car, Anywhere. what's going to happen? But in the car, yeah. of course, it's going to Even worse. Yep. And so the story goes that my dad and his temper got all mad, pent up anger, and assumed that my mom's window was open. So he threw the Big Mac, tried to throw it out my mom's window, <laughs> but the window, of course not open so my mom tells the story of sitting in the passenger seat and seeing this big mac fly in front of her face and splat on the window and it would stick and then slowly fall that, down that, the window that right? surprises me that it stuck i was expecting it to bounce off and right. like land all over well, your mom. all of the like bread and stuff in the middle was on his shirt and so all the sticky stuff was the only, probably the only thing that was left and for whatever reason he's still like every time we go on a road trip we go to mcdonald's he buys a big mac and he takes a bite and half of it ends up hey, on his shirt that's well okay persistence <laughs> right right one of these days he's it's gonna, gonna work it out. it's right. gonna work I don't have any of those this no, time. No, so. you're not a family of road tripping as much? Not so much. I mean, we did small trips. Like, we would drive a couple hours to sure. State Fair or, you know, in the area up there, but nothing real big with road trips. Yeah, we know. always we always went on road trips. Like, when my dad was still racing, we every weekend we'd end up in some other state for a race. And I can remember being a really, really young kid driving to Georgia and sitting on a milk crate in the back of his cargo van, you know? and yeah. I can remember it was I was a little older my parents after my parents divorced we would go my brother and I would just go on road trips with my dad and that's sort of a tradition that's carried on carried on forever but I, my brother always seemed to be the one happened everything happened to my brother all the time so I can remember one time he was probably five and I was maybe nine and we're in the middle of nowhere we're driving somewhere I can remember where we're going but we stopped at McDonald's but we go in right maybe he, the Big Mac disaster had already <laughs> happened so the second time we go to McDonald's he figures we should go let's, in yeah let's park and right, go in right so you know we go in and we get our food we eat we leave and i always sat in front and my brother would sit in the back we're driving down the highway and i look back and i just hey where'd my brother where'd matt go right and my dad's like uh so we'd like we'd leave him at mcdonald's <laughs> you know we'd have to go back and how many just, times did that happen maybe happen more than once um <laughs> We'd get back and he'd just be sitting there with his happy meal, you know, just happy as can be. We'd How old? Probably, I don't know, he would have been six, seven, eight, oh. nine, you know, somewhere Dif- in those range. Different time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Again, yeah, so. Um, we, you know, I can Nobody remember. Nobody called CPS. No, Matt's no. doing fine. I think the statute of limitations are up. He's, you know, he's happily married. <laughs> he's in married. his 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. He's very little therapy needed. <laughs> um, he's, he's doing all right. What was the favorite road trip that you've been on? Oh, man. So as I mentioned before, like this is like a family tradition. So I mean, literally every time I see my dad, we have to schedule the next road trip. Some of the favorite ones with him, I'd say two super memorable ones. One I sort of alluded to, I think in our first episode when he drove my car out of California for a race and I flew out yeah. and we talked about the airplane. Yeah. Yep. So we drove back together. And if, if you didn't listen to episode one, now would be a good, good time, time yes. Pause. to circle back, <laughs> There you go. listen to lap episode one. 
Then listen to episode two, two. And then come back to Then this come episode. back. Yeah. And, and keep then maybe going. listen to episode one again so you don't forget <laughs> what happened and then come back to now. But we drove back together. I flew out, he drove out, we drove back together. And he we were convinced, because we're professional road trippers, right. that we could go from San Francisco to Janesville, essentially, without stopping. Well, I mean, it's only, other than stopping for gas. Well, right, stopping for gas. But, like, no sleeping. No sleeping. Right, or no, or no hoteling, right? That's nuts. Um, well, right, I mean, it's only, like, 3,000 miles or something, right? We got from San Francisco to Grand Island, Nebraska, which is a long way. And it was like three in the morning. We've been driving for, I don't know, maybe 20 hours or something. And we stopped at a truck stop. We're like eating omelets. <laughs> like we looked at each other. It was just one of those times where you don't have to say anything. You're just kind of like, yep, that's about as far as we're going. That's and it. we're done. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it got to the point where like I would sleep an hour and he would drive an hour and we would switch and we would switch and we would switch. So we found this hotel. And this is notoriously what we do too. If we ever have to sleep on a road trip we find a hotel and we walk in and it's always two three o'clock in the morning and we check in and then we tell the guy that we want to wake up call for like 7 a.m because we have to get going again and he always looks at us weird because it's like four hours from now right so we slept for four hours and then drove the rest of the way home but that was pretty epic pretty epic trip my favorite road trip with my dad though is him and i went out to new york so most of our road trips revolve around bob dylan something about bob dylan my dad my brother and i are huge fans of bob dylan we go out to new york to look for i mean we all say we're looking for bob dylan we know we're never going to see him but we go out to new york to see like where bob dylan hung out greenwich village right so we get again my dad picks me up we get in the van we go vertical we're out in new york in, in record time it's like midnight or something when we get there we go into the village we park the van it's a street with cars on both sides parked we park the van and we get out and there's a sign that says no standing and we're like well we're not gonna stand here we're just gonna park here and walk away right because we're not very smart well you're from jeansville and we're from wisconsin and when somebody puts up a sign that says no standing (laughs) i'm not gonna stand there so we parked the van at the no standing zone which all the other no standing zones had cars parked in it. And we walk away and we go down to the Cafe Wa and we're hanging out in all these different spots. And we, it's like a couple hours, three hours. We come back. And we don't exactly remember where we parked. I mean, this also happens a lot. <laughs> but we're pretty sure it was on this street. And we go down the street and there is no vehicles. <laughs> anywhere like for four blocks everybody yeah, must everybody get got towed, towed right yeah so <laughs> so we are pretty sure that was where we parked but we're not 100 percent sure so we walk around for like another hour looking for the van <laughs> and we keep getting back to the same spot with no cars we find a police station and we're like hey um we parked our car here the guy's like in the no standing zone and we're like um yeah he's like you're not real bright yeah, you're not yeah, from around, you're not here, from around here yeah he's like well your car got towed and you are now in the impound yard somewhere. We get a taxi. The taxi driver, we're t- we tell him our story, and he just immediately becomes enraged at the city of New York oh, for so treating us this way. Not laughing at you. No, no, no. He is so mad that the city of New York would treat its guests this way, and so every word out of his mouth is an F-bomb the entire <laughs> drive. He, I swear he, he hit every pothole. I mean, my dad and I are in the back of this taxi like, you know, I don't know. He may be taking us to our van, or he may be taking us out to kill us. Who knows? We get the van. We get to the impound yard, and we see the nice lady and it's you know you're fine it's got to be 4 30 in the morning at this point and she's like you know it'll be 150 bucks and my dad pulls out a credit card and they're like no 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 (laughs) no it's we don't take credit cards and he's like well 
uh, she said, well, we don't take out-of-state checks. And so we're both emptying every penny out of our pockets to come up with 150 bucks. We finally come up with the money. We get in the van and we we're dead tired. We want to just go to the hotel, sleep the rest of the day, and just call it a, the weekend's done. We'll sleep and go home. So we get to the hotel, which we reserved a room, which doesn't always happen, but we thought, you know, maybe we should get smart. Plan ones. ahead a little bit. Plan ahead a little bit. We reserve a room. We walk in the hotel. It's like a Super 8. So it's not like a fancy hotel. It's like, you know, it's like at the hotel. They'll leave the lights on. Right. They, yeah. We get there and they gave our room away. And they're like, well, you didn't show up. And my dad's like, well, I don't care. I reserved the room with my, and we're here now. <laughs> and they're like, well, you, there won't be a room available until like three in the afternoon because they check out 11 and then we clean them. And my dad's like, you don't understand. I reserved this room with my credit card. And they're like, you don't understand. We gave your room away. <laughs> so again, my father, much like with the Big Mac and the coffee, gets enraged. <laughs> I think it's the funniest thing oh, yeah. ever because right. I'm so tired at this point. You're Any, everything happy. is funny. Yeah. So yep. we get in the van and we drive the van to the front door of the hotel. So you have to walk around this van to get into the hotel. Okay. And we just fall asleep in the van. <laughs> and lo and behold, about an hour and a half later, they knock on the window of the van and they're like, hey, we have a room for you. <laughs> so Imagine that. Yes. Yeah, funny thing. We go in the room and we sleep for like an hour or two and we had picked up a newspaper, saw that this house in upstate New York where Bob Dylan and the band hung out was called Big Pink. It was this big salmon colored house. Well, they were selling it. So we decided to go up there and find Big Pink. And it was like the most epic road trip. We were driving around, not knowing where we're going. This is before, like, you know, your right. cell no, phone. No GPS. No GPS, right. And we found Big Pink. We're just, like, walking around in this house, taking pictures and, like, stealing rocks from the driveway because <laughs> that's what we do. And this guy comes out, and he's like, hey, <laughs> what's what up? What are you doing? Yeah, and we're like, oh, you know, they're like, this is Big Pink. And he's like, yes, I know. I live here. <laughs> and we're like, oh. So we just started talking to him, and we got the, we were sitting in the kitchen where Bob Dylan sat. It was awesome. Like, it was the most epic road trip. Through all the failures, we got to hang out in the house that Bob Dylan had yeah. with the band, Big Pink. It was cool. That was probably my favorite road trip with my dad. My favorite road trip ties back to college. Okay. And this was one that I did with our friend Josh. Josh who's been mentioned on episode Who one has been and two, I think. previously, yes. So you should correct. go back and listen and find those. Originally, we were going to record this as a special mm -hmm. road trips with Josh here as part of it. Right. I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to save the other one that involves right. all three of us right. for when he is able to join a us. Special band tour episode. <laughs> yes, band right. tour uh, road trip right. special. It was the summer of 1995. I had been at Concordia for a few years at that point, and Josh had been there for a couple of years. For some reason, we were both working on campus that summer. Oh, okay. I was working in the computer lab, and I don't remember what he was doing. It doesn't matter. I had a few days off. He had a few days off. So we looked at each other and we're like, what do you want to do? Let's get out of here. We decided my former roommate had just graduated and moved to the Detroit area with his wife. We decided, hey, let's go see Chris. Of course. So Detroit's close-ish. Ish. <laughs> it gets better. Okay. All right. We drive to Detroit. We're in his red Jeep Cherokee. Ooh. I think he had the I Heart Texas sticker sure, on the back. The yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the long Houston, yeah. yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. There were some sort of accoutrements that he right. he was rocking on there. Right. 
We get to Detroit. We hang out with Chris. We drive through. The trip over there was fairly uneventful. When we got there, that's when it really kind of started to get interesting. Okay. We decided to go to a Tigers game. Okay. So Chris, Josh, and I drive into Tiger Stadium, Mm -hmm. which is in a not great part of Detroit. This is the old Tiger Stadium with the flagpole in center field. Yeah, yeah. We park in the neighborhood, and as we park... Chris can't get his car back into gear. We're okay. like, all right, do we deal with this now or do we go right. into the game and deal with it later? You go to of the course, game. Of yes, course, we right. went to the game. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? And we, right. we enjoyed the game. It was a fun game. And we come back out. We actually called. This was actually when they had pay phones. Mm-hmm. Chris called a tow truck from a pay phone. And he, he walked back to his car. And Josh and I stayed by the pay phone. What well, we ended up doing is we ended up going inside. Uh, there was there was two choices. There was a bar or yeah. a White Castle. So we ended wow. up going and sit, hanging out in the White Castle waiting for Chris. Right. Chris tells us this story later. He gets back to his car, and there was a group of young men mm. around his car. Mm-hmm. As he approaches them, he's, they asked him, hey, is this your car? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, because we were just about to steal it. <laughs> he was like, he's like, you can. if you can get it <laughs> yeah. going, go ahead. <laughs> If you can get it started, if you can get the, get it in gear, it's all yours. Yeah, so we ended up, he ended up calling his, his dad, who lived about an hour, hour and a half northwest of Detroit. He drove into town, into the city, picked us up. Sure. Chris went with the tow truck, so we right. picked, then we picked Chris up where, where they dropped him with the tow truck and back to his apartment. But that was the first piece of it. The day after we were at the Tigers game, mm-hmm. we decided, hey, let's keep going. Let's go to Niagara Falls. Well, of course. It's not that far. Right. It's only four right. hours through Canada. The wrong way. Yes. Right. Just, Away from where you're going. Let's just sure. go. Let's keep going. Right. So we drove across the bridge into Windsor mm-hmm. and stopped by Customs. They decided that we were going to be the ones they were going to search our vehicle. Well, of course. Of course. Because, I mean, look at you. <laughs> yes. Two <laughs> right. 18-year-old kids. Right. Who right. knows what we're up to. No luggage. Well, 19, uh, probably 20 <laughs> right. at that time. Right. We had no luggage. No luggage. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. How long are you going to be here? A long, yeah. And that's what we told them. As long as, as long as it takes us to drive to Niagara Falls. That's exactly what we said. And back. <laughs> <laughs> they pull us over. They search through everything. They make everything a mess. And this is what I had forgotten to mention earlier. Josh, being Josh, had bought a pet snake that summer, a Burmese python, and it was pretty small at this point. It was maybe a foot and a half long. These are snakes that get up to be 20 feet if they live long enough. He's got this snake with us, and the whole way there, we're like, oh, this is fun. The snakes are on the steering wheel, and now we're holding the snake, and so... (laughs) So we get through customs. He decides to put the snake in the snake bag that he's got and stick it in the middle console oh. as we're going through. Because that's not nefarious. No, yeah, not no. at all. They find the snake, sure. of course. You know, Josh is like, that's my pet. Now we have to go inside with them. They've got the snake <laughs> on the counter. They're looking up all kinds of regulations. Right. They're asking right. us where it was born, and right. he enjoys telling this story. Uh, I'll try to do it justice <laughs> right. here. It was on the counter, and they were kind of like poking at it, and he's like, does it bite? And he's like, no, but would you bite if somebody kept sticking their finger in your face? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Josh so, just keep his mouth shut. Yes. <laughs> so bottom line, they finally said, okay, well, is it, it's your pet. Yeah. We, we can't find any regulations These about it. These two you. idiots aren't doing anything No, wrong. so they stamp us to go through, and we're, we're, we're fine. When we got to New York, the, the entry back into the U.S. was like, 
got anything to declare? Did you buy anything? I said, nope, just donuts and gas. Yeah. But we did, we actually, we did stop for gas at a way station in Canada. And on the highway that we were on between Detroit and Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. they had the service stations in the center of oh, sure. the, yeah, the sure. roadway. So right. it was in between the eastbound yep. and westbound yep. highway lanes. Yep. So we pull in there and they've got a McDonald's. So we're like, all right, we're going right. to eat McDonald's. <laughs> Pizza. What? They had pizza at, at McDonald's, McDonald's, at the Canadian McDonald's. So that that's, was my first that's experience worth a road with trip right pizza. There. It was. It gets better. <laughs> oh. So we get to Niagara pizza, Falls. Pizza, Burmese Python, Niagara Falls. I don't know how much better it can get. <laughs> we get to Niagara Falls, and it's dark. Uh-huh. And well, right. the, the whole way there, we're thinking, hey, let's drive to New York City after this. Sure. Because Josh had family in New York City. Yeah. We were going to go yeah, yeah, stay yeah. with them. Right. And, hey, it's well, only you, need another, play, you need a place to It's sleep. only another eight hours. We did not drive to New York City. <laughs> okay. um, I mean, I would have, but. We got, we got to Niagara Falls in the evening, so we saw the falls at night, and we're like, okay, we should probably find somewhere to sleep. Sure. Neither of us have enough cash for a hotel. Well, no. We're both right. college, college students. College students. You don't have no credit Making cards, minimum wage right. in a, working right. in a computer lab. <laughs> so we're in his Jeep Cherokee. We're drive. We look to find a campground. So we're driving south uh, from Niagara Falls down mm-hmm. towards Buffalo, and we finally found about 20 minutes outside of Niagara a campground of America, a KOA. Yeah, yeah. So we pull in there. We pull up to the counter. By this point, it's probably 11 o'clock. Right. And we say to the guy, how much to park and just sleep? He's like, oh, you want a tent site or an electric site? No, how much just to pull up in that field out there <laughs> yeah. and just sleep or there? Or right here in the parking lot yeah. will be just right. fine. Yeah. So in we were originally going to sleep in the parking structure in Niagara, but it was a little sketchy and smelled of urine, so we decided not to do that. So it's kind of like, we... like your dorm room, though, right? Sort, yeah, the, at least the, the dorm, yeah. yes. Right, the dorm, right. I remember. So we get, we get to this KOA. They're like, oh, you can park there for free. So we're like, score! Yeah. His, his Jeep, so he gets to lay in the back with right. the seats down. Right. I'm in the front passenger seat, <clears throat> and just the worst night of sleep sure. ever. Sure. But we did get ended up getting a few hours. Then once dawn broke, uh, we woke up and went back to Niagara Falls uh, and spent some time, sure. you know, touring it yeah. while it was light out. So we saw it, and then we drove back to Detroit. At this point, we are out of money, completely out of money. But you're in Detroit. We're in Detroit. We're we're at Chris's house, Chris's apartment. We still have to get back to Milwaukee. <laughs> Which again, it's not like it's next door. No, right. it's a good. It's gonna take it, some gas to get eight back to there. Ten right. hours, whatever right. it was. Josh did have his dad's mobile charge card. Oh, so it's like gold. <laughs> <laughs> There's your food and gas for the whole spot way on. So, oh baby. <laughs> Cut to this scene where it's almost like you know, like a Beavis and Butthead scene or a, a, a mall rat scene right. or you know Jay and Silent Bob where we're, we're pulling up to the mobile, filling up, going in Hold and coming out with out and just like <laughs> coming out with up, bags yeah. of like crappy burritos and right, right. chips and uh, soda, yes, yeah, soda, pork rinds, oh, whatever, yeah, anything you could possibly need. <laughs> so we're we're ringing this through on Josh's dad's mobile cart. Oh baby, so. We get a call. He gets a call from his dad sure. later on. Sure. He gets his bill. He's like, why do I have $400 <laughs> worth of stuff? <laughs> oh, he was not happy. Well, dad, we were, we were in Niagara Falls. He, he was not happy. That was that was our epic. That, that, that was, was the most epic road trip I've been on. That's a good one. He and I. And it was, it, we saw a great sight with sure. Niagara Falls. It was beautiful. If you've never been there, I'd highly recommend. 
I have two that relate to that. So I have a Niagara Falls story that is a road trip with my dad as well. And so when we were kids, a lot of road trips with my dad would be kind of family road trips. It would be my dad, my brother, my stepmom, and, and her two daughters. Every summer we would do like the, you know, the normal like family road trips. We'd go to Florida. We'd go, we went to Canada because Terry, my stepmom's from Canada. So we'd go visit her family a lot. So one time on Did the- you make it through customs okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> but one time, so I've always been larger and I've had a beard since I was like- 12? Yeah. I think it's freshman in high school. So one time I was sitting in the back of the van with like a hat pulled down really low and we go through customs and I have my headphones in and the guy's the guy's like talking to everyone in the van and I'm just like not uh, listening listening because I'm a teenager. Of course. And he kept like yelling. The custom guys kept yelling and I'm just like, what is he yelling about? (laughs) And my dad's like, he wants to know if you have anything. So that kind of screwed us up a little bit. But we went to Niagara Falls, and we got there, like, after they had closed, but before they had opened. So it was barely just daybreak. Right. Nobody there. We pull in the parking lot, and we kind of, again, I think the statute of limitations are up, but we hop over to the gate, and we <laughs> just kind of go just to well, the observation area. It is whatever. a state park, so right. it's not like it's, you right. know, it's not like, you're not yeah. trespassing on private right. property. But we saw the sun come up over the falls. All but, You know, it was just, just us there. It was pretty, it was pretty sweet. But there's been, you know, a lot of those summer road trips, we would go to D.C. And and the way that we saw the monuments in D.C. was we'd spend like three hours driving around D.C. And we would see the Lincoln Memorial go by. And then we'd see the Washington Memorial go by. And then we we saw all those in one night. It was great. And we spent a day like in a couple in the the next day. But those are kind of how those family road trips went a lot. Yeah. I remember one time we were, after I got out of high school, my brother was in high school, my dad, my brother, and I, and then a friend of mine and a friend of my brother's would go on spring break road trips. We went down to Florida, we were driving through the mountains, and, and I can remember I would drive sometimes, because I had my, obviously I had my license, I was in college, and, and my dad would sleep in the back, and, and we were going down the mountain one time, and well, there was a line of 15 semi-trucks parked on the side of the road, just in a big line, and I was going like 80, so I went flying by him, and he thought they were driving at 50 so it was like i was going 140 <laughs> and he woke up like at that split second and saw 50 <laughs> semi trucks go flying by like about 140 he's like no, 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 no. You know? and he's freaking out and he sits straight up and he's like slow down and i'm like jeez dad i'm only going like you know 65 he's like you passed those trucks like they were standing still and i'm like they were they were standing still he's like oh and then he just goes back to sleep and we continue on the trip but yeah, that was a that was a really good one. We we talk about that one a lot. We have gone on so many road trips with my dad. I mean, we've gone to Detroit to see Pittsville, you know, Motown Records. Yeah. We've gone to the Surf Ballroom where the the last concert before <clears throat> the day the music died, plane crash with you know, yeah, Buddy, uh, Holly, Buddy Holly, and Big, and Big Bopper. Yep. And so we went to the Surf Ballroom. We went to see the crash site. We do sort of epic music road trips like that. We do Bob Dylan road trips. We we do like weird sight road trips. So I can remember one time we drove to Bella Fontaine, Ohio to see the oldest paved road, concrete paved road. Yeah. So, you know, we drive there and we get out and we look at this piece of concrete and then we get back in the car and we drive <laughs> away, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's sort of been ingrained in me for my whole life. There have been plenty of times too, like when I was in college, I remember three or four of us got into my Cavalier and drove to New Orleans yeah. To go to Cafe de Mon for two hours and have Cafe au lait and beignets and we get back, and then like, dr- back drive in the car back. and drive back, right? 
our family now with my two girls with Emma and, and Celia and Marcia, we have um, sort of adopted this Milam road trip mentality. So we've gone on some pretty great road trips. You know, you try to find the world's largest whatever. So we've seen the world's largest wooden bucket and the yeah. world's largest pan fish and the world's largest penny and all yep. of these different places. So that's become really fun. It's become sort of something that we do in lieu of, you know, not going on any of these big vacations, right? Yeah. So we, we don't go on any big vacations in the summer because inevitably somebody's working or has right. something some going on. sports thing yep. or whatever. So we take maybe two or three day little side road trips. And it's become really fun. It's become sort of something that we all look forward to. I want to talk about future road trips. Okay. What, what's your bucket list road trip? I've got one, and I think I'm going to probably rope you into doing this. Well, I'm up. I mean, if he's so. driving somewhere, I mean, we should go now. <laughs> I don't. Let's take this show on the road. We're not. We're not going to have enough time now, but because this is this is more of an experience than a road trip. So my dream road trip, which I actually got to do a very small part of. And that's why I've got this book sitting here is Route 66. And for those of you watching YouTube, I actually have a guide travel for Route 66. And I've got an app on my phone. Route 66. You want to do the whole thing? I want to do the whole thing. From Chicago to... From 77 East Adams, Chicago, out to Santa Monica Pier. Mm -hmm. The full 2,451 miles. All right. I got to do part of it. When we were in Arizona, we went to the Grand Canyon and we stopped in Williams, Arizona. Yep. And when we were on our way there, we were driving up from Phoenix. We drove up to Williams just to see the Grand Canyon. And we spent the night, uh, actually two nights, I think, in Williams. There was part of the old Route 66 that went through their downtown. Somebody told me when we had stopped for gas that if I got off the highway about 20 miles east of Williams... I could actually drive part of the old oh, Route yeah. 66. So we get off. We're driving. I find the old Route 66. Yeah. So I get to find the signs. It's just bad. Really? It's, it's like beat up and overgrown and weeds Oof. and you know stuff growing and, and pockets of snow. Sure. Uh, this is springtime, so there's pockets <laughs> of snow all over. So we're driving through there and, you know, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove through a huge puddle and splashed up and oh, yeah. the girls both love that. Sure. And so I drive about two miles in and the road just stops. There's no more road. Well, right, because it, it's the old. Uh, but it did look like on the map, it looked like it went through. Okay. And, but it clearly did not. <laughs> right. So right. we had to turn around, drive back through, sure. back through the same puddle. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then right. got back on. We spent some time that evening. Lynn stayed at the hotel because uh, she wasn't feeling real well after dinner. But the girls and I went down and walked around the town. And sure. I had a bunch of pictures of the Williams Route 66. And uh, I've got some really cool, a uh, couple really cool signs and some souvenirs that I mm-hmm. that I posted. But uh, my dream trip, and I really wanted to do this when I had my Mustang because I think yeah, that would have been, been a lot of fun right. to do that. I think it might be even more fun to have more people in the explore. You should get like a party bus. <laughs> no. No? Not a party bus? Right, no, but I will. I, w- I would do it in the Explorer. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, so that's on my dream trip, and I've got a bunch of different places that I want to stop at. It, it, yeah. Th- this app, it does it state by state, sure. and it has the whole route planned out, and it's got all the different places you can stop at, like the Chicken Shack. I yep. think it's Delta's Chicken yep. Shack. That's definitely a place I want to stop. Because who doesn't love fried chicken? Well, Come on. Right. I mean, seriously. We've experienced Route 66 a few times in different spots. We've been on it in, at Marsh and I in different trips. Hopped on it in Illinois for a few miles. Before I went to grad school in Ohio, 
Ohio, I went out west with Marsha. We did a road trip out west to look at different grad schools. We went out to Denver and we went through Arizona, the Grand Canyon. She wanted to see it. just a big hole in the ground, right? Yeah. You know, it's still whatever. cool. It, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but it's, 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 it's a big it's, hole in the ground. It's one of those, okay, we're here for <laughs> yeah, an hour. Yeah. Now it's time yeah. to go. Yeah. We went hole in the ground. We went and saw it. Yep. Yeah. We got there just before sunset and she really wanted to see the sunset. So I was driving through the park at a high rate of speed to get to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Of course, but not not recommended. On our way back, we kind of went southern. We went through Texas, and we got to Shamrock, Texas, which is on Route 66. Yeah. And it was one of those, again, 3 in the morning. Couldn't drive any farther. I had a stick shift. Marsha didn't drive the stick shift. So we stopped in Shamrock, Texas, and it was on Route 66 and stayed at a little hotel. And yep. It was really cool. I bought a little, like, Route 66 mirror hanger sign, and it's sure. been in every car since then. It's in the car I drove over here in. So, yeah, I think it, Route 66 would be an epic road trip. We could do a... This is one that I think is going to take a while. This is not yeah. one that it's I like want to do... a week-long trip. At right. least a week. You know, a week right. to get out there and then a few days to drive right. back. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking at. We could do a traveling roadshow trip. We could... We could. We could, could do a mo- mobile, mobile pod. Yeah. Yeah, we could carpool. We could get both families together. It would be great. So, I think we do it. Cool. Let's we can set both it up. quit our jobs right now and well, go do it. No? If no. we do it <laughs> if we do it next summer. Yeah. Oh, we've got more drivers. Yes. So Emma will have her license right. by then. Natalie. Natalie will have her nice. license by then. See, we wouldn't have to ever stop. No. We <laughs> could <we'd> <laughs> Well, here's the thing. On this we'd trip, I want to stop. Car. So I want to experience the roadside you right. know, kitschiness and you know, the different <laughs> Oh yeah. Th- this is kind of ties into your pay for a hotel though. We could just drive and drive and drive and drive. <laughs> Uh, no, we'll That's, pay for a hotel. Okay, fine. <clears throat> because it's very, very unmilum like of you. Well, here, here's the thing: by day three, I will be ready to kill you. Well, I mean, I think before and then, everybody else. Yes, before then, I think that would probably happen. But. I am 45, and I'm past my days of driving straight <laughs> yeah, through on anything. I haven't at this gotten point. past that yet. I um, I think <clears throat> Route 66 would, is on my bucket list. That would be a pretty epic road trip to take straight through. I think a coast to coast road trip would be fun. So like a New York to San Francisco road trip, not necessarily all back roads, but like getting off the super slab every once yeah, in a while to yep. see some cool stuff. And I think that would be a cool like week trip. You know, same same kind of thing the other thing that i really would like to do was inspired by one of the greatest movies of all time the cannonball run oh yes is do is do like one of those road rallies yeah that would not be necessarily one that's speed based although sure. it would let's be <laughs> the, honest the explorer and the, the gmc terrain <laughs> can really get up there. right but there are several different sure. groups that do these you know massive road rallies the ones i've looked at basically you have different rally points throughout the week so you've got to get so far and they time you but it's not on your time the quickest time it's the most accurate so whoever can do all these different things throughout the the different rally point through the day and make it to the next hotel you know, within that 12 hours is close to that ideal block if you're too early you get dot points if you're too late you get dot i think that's pretty much all i had for this episode you got anything else that's pretty much it. We're actually planning a road trip to Memphis probably within the next month. My father and brother and I will be heading to Memphis because why not? Why not? Right. Barbecue. Right. Blues. Right. Beale Street. Roads with cars yeah. on them <laughs> to drive. Roads to drive. Places to see. 
Well, I think that wraps up this episode for today. So thank you again for listening. I know we had had lots of feedback and comments from the previous two episodes that we have. I've had people reaching out to me saying, you know, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, I listened to you in my car. Yeah. After the last episode, uh, I had a lot of how are you still alive type of comments. Yeah, a lot of those comments, yep. Thank you again for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Yep, take a look. You know, yep. whatever your preferred platform is, subscribe, like, give us a rating if yep. possible. We really appreciate all the listens. Um, it really, really helps us out to leave those ratings, especially on iTunes. Leave a great comment, and and it uh, gets us excited. It, yeah, this is kind of what we're doing this for. Is to we both are kind of attention seekers, so. <laughs> <laughs> we really just want to make people laugh. That's exactly right. right. And if, really it's, just, if it's only each other, we're right. fine well, with right. that. But uh, we, we definitely good. like to have other people laugh as well. Yeah. So We are on YouTube. We drop clips of videos out yep. there every other week or so. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe and, and like on there. Hit the little bell. <laughs> hit the little bell. <laughs> you still haven't gotten a bell. <clears throat> we'll have to get a bell. Yeah. So just make sure you um, keep in tune. Follow us on all the social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. It's all at Two Beards Peas. Yeah, and if you have any ideas or questions for the show, please feel free to hit us up on there. Give give us some ideas for for show topics. We've yeah. got a list that we're working off of. But if you guys have something that would would make you laugh, if you hear us talk about it, we'll be more than willing to entertain the if idea. You, if you remember any stories we've told that have made you laugh that we've forgotten, which probably is a lot because we're getting older. If you have any topics or any things you want us to discuss, drop us a line. Speaking of topics. Next month we're going to talk. We're going to talk about pet peeves. Pet peeves. Uh, we're we're kind of going to kind of do a to dual topic. Dual topic right. month. So pet peeves. Because you about, know I hate people. Right? <laughs> you frequently talk <laughs> about punching them in the throat. Right, yes, punching people so, in the throat. Right. So we're going to talk about pet peeves, <laughs> and we're also going to talk about some of our nerdier tendencies. Right. So Andrew and I both have a couple of different. We'll call them nerdy or geeky tendencies. Yeah, I mean, mine are cool geeky. No, yours, they're not. Yours are just no, they're nerd not. geeky. No, right. they're not. Well, you'll you, have to find out. You think they're cool, but that's the thing, is that every nerd or geek that does something nerdy or geeky thinks their nerdy or geeky piece is cool. Right, except and mine, it never is, is. mine is No, cool. it is not. I guarantee you. I'll let you all be the judge of this. Next time. That will be next time. Thank you all for listening. Have a great month. See you later. Support for Two Beards Please provided by Cedarburg Associates at Thriven Financial. While others see money as a goal, Cedarburg Associates see it as a tool for serving God, family, and community. Find out more by contacting Cedarburg Associates at 262-421-5467 or by emailing hello at cedarburgassociates.com.